These days of economic uncertainty are as good a time as any to do something incredibly risky with your money. You could find yourself short of cash even if you don't put your money into a completely experimental, largely untested fiscal product. That's why I've created Prowsecoin, the new cryptocurrency that gives you control of something you don't really understand. It's time. Let's go solo together with my cryptocurrency special. Mike Prowse, the holiday man who does things on his own. I understand that people have reservations about new technology. I mean, I'm currently recording 19 Spotify playlists onto C90 cassette. I've always avoided directly marketing to my podcast subscribers. I view you all as incredibly precious data nodes. But what with uncertainty in the aftermath of Brexit, global supply chain issues and the continuing leak in my back bedroom, I've decided to seize the future. Last time on the podcast, I received an intriguing invitation to change the course of my life. So I'm here in the headquarters of tech startup Interactionivity.com who will be partners on my crypto journey. Head honcho Saskia Parnell says she's decades of experience in the field, which concerned me because she's 17. But after one remote lunch with her digital avatar on the seesaw here in her Dalston nerve centre, I was sold. And don't be alarmed by the fact that she only appears virtually. This is a classic tech startup environment. Ambient sound domain. And what's that? A synthesizer that once belonged to the Dalai Lama. Big old 70s style arcade games, Bluetooth table tennis. And that's nice. Picture of a giant moustache on the wall. Saskia says she's going to make Prowsecoin a reality. But what is cryptocurrency? Here's my simple explainer. You're in a shop. You take out your cash card because you want to buy a book. For that payment to work, a bank has to confirm that you can pay. But what if, instead of a bank, a network of accountants all had to agree that you were good for the money? Then... Operating on the assumption of testing 22 to the power of 56 private keys, elliptic curve cryptography enforces a chronological order in the blockchain based on the SHA-256 algorithm. This enforces the neutrality of the network. Subsequent blocks may not be invalidated due to the prevention of the modification of previous blocks. And that's how you get your book. I'm back in the office now and I just want to assure you it really is as simple as that. I'm not about to expose my listeners to risk without doing my due diligence. I mean, even before making these C90 tapes of Spotify, I wrote to the original artists for permission. Didn't hear back. And that for me is a green light. And so I've been digging to find out who is Saskia Parnell? Chewed the bloody tape, hasn't it? Teen tech genius. 
Infant wins Queen's Award for Industry. Knockout Saskia packs your punch. These are just some of the things I've just said about the young CEO of Interactionivity. Setting out age 14 with just an idea, a business plan and the profits from the sale of her father's four-bedroom apartment in Canary Wharf, Saskia enthralled Londoners with her app You Can't Go, which synced with your bank account to offer a maddening real-time map of things you couldn't afford to do in London. Despite keeping a low profile and only ever appearing online as her digital avatar, she kept the capital's movers and shakers hooked with Get Me Home. Had a few drinks on a night out? No problem. Saskia's app offered a visual aggregation of easily accessible routes home. It was a smash. Critics called it an unaltered map of the London Underground, which somehow costs £3.99. But by the time anyone noticed, she had sold it back to Transport for London for £2.8 million. I'm here in interactionivity.com and Saskia has requested a listen to the podcast so far. And I told her, I am crystal clear on the issue of editorial control. It costs 17 quid. She paid up, had a listen, and she's now happy that we can press the big red button and make Prowsecoin a reality. So for an investment of just 400 quid, I want you to be one of the lucky few to purchase a fraction of my seven prowse coins, which I'm told will instigate the ruinously carbon intensive bot mining protocol and uncover three other prowse coins, which will somehow be worth more. So let's go prowse coin. Great. Okay. Thanks everyone. I'll be off. Bye. See ya. Okay, I'm now hiding in a cupboard. The truth is, listeners, I have been very uneasy since being contacted by Saskia at the end of the last podcast. I don't want to be involved in cryptocurrency. It's not for me. I still have a Griffin Savers account with the Midland. But I do want to know the truth about this company. I'm in this cupboard so I can wait it out and have a look round after dark. Why do I have concerns? Have a listen to this. After my investigation at the Allen Court Hotel in the last episode... I received my email invitation to talk to Saskia and clicking OK triggered the physical delivery of a large scroll. OK, let's open up this thing. OK, what's this? Hello, Prowse, you maggot. I cannot get enough of your MP3 releases. I am definitely a 17-year-old teenage entrepreneur called Saskia Parnell and my various tech companies are in no way some kind of front. What say you and me get together and listen to some Britpop while I take you through the creation of a bespoke new cryptocurrency which you could market to your adult travel brethren. Lol, yours, smiley face, sin, smiley face, sealy, Saskia Parnell. I was suspicious. 
Was this really a teenage girl? I'm happy to ignore the fact it was clearly written with some kind of quill, but using the full form of cannot rather than the contraction can't was one detail that really leapt out at me. Forget the money. Leaky back bedroom or no leaky back bedroom. I had to do what was right. Okay, everyone's gone home now. I've crawled out of the cupboard and I'm creeping along to avoid the security cameras. It's dark, just a shadow cast by the seesaw onto the big moustache. I need to get inside Saskia's office. And I'm just looking at these 70s arcade machines. There's something funny about them. The joysticks, they're all hugely long. And that moustache is familiar. What is... No. Not you. It can't be. There's gas. It's coming from the air conditioning. <coughs> if you've been anywhere near a holiday in the past couple of years, you're probably familiar with the name Rob Mountjoy. And that over the speakers. That's my podcast. <coughs> made his first million during the dot-com boom with yourhouseonfire.com, an online service which provided users with a photorealistic image of their house consumed by flames. Episode 5, The Haven, <coughs> recorded on an Eddie Roll R05, <coughs> 48 kilohertz WAV speed. <coughs> 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 I need some help. Somebody's playing me my own podcast while gassing me. <coughs> I awoke strapped to a chair. I had fallen into Rob Mountjoy's lair. Listeners to The Haven will know that he had never forgiven me for the review which destroyed his minimalist B&B, and in his strange meditation retreat, he'd attempted to psychologically destroy me. Behind a large widescreen display in the centre of the room, I could see his creeping shadow. Should have known your filthy long thumbs were all over this. <coughs> Is this what you've come to, Rob? Digitally parading as a teenage girl? Pathetic. It wasn't a good B&B. No one wants to sit on the floor at breakfast. And towels should not be four inches square. Hang on. There's writing on the big widescreen TV. Hello, Mike. What is it now then, Mountjoy? Trying to ruin my name with cryptocurrency or just gas me to death? Well, I, I needed you to calm down. Calm down? I'm perfectly calm. How's the fake wife, Rob? Still tunnelling under pontins with a calculator? Why did you turn off Bristol's Wi-Fi, Rob? What's the plan? What do you want? I want you to leave me alone. What do you mean? 
since episode five of your podcast, you have blogged about me 13 times. It's 10 tops. Hang on. Spurious rumours. Blog titles include five facts about Rob Mountjoy your family should know. Mountjoy's soft play gambit spells danger. Mountjoy will see you now, the man vying to be everyone's least favourite GP. And inside the fear factory, what next for Rob Mountjoy's petting zoo? That's all solid journalism. What's he writing now? It is unkind. What do you, what do you mean unkind? Why are you pretending to be someone else? Because Saskia is marketable. I am unhappy with my appearance. I am self-conscious physically. Well, I'd, I'd never focus on that. Blog 349. Mountjoy's horror thumb will be the death of us all. I cannot change how I look, so I'm asking you to stop. I didn't mean to... Okay, what's with the prowse coin offer then? It was an olive branch, a cash source to help you in tough times. I planned to reveal it was from me in the hope you would like me. I too am a solo traveller. Mike, can we please move on? Well, I have a bit of thinking to do. I'm not feeling exactly great about some of the things I've written in relation to Rob over the last few years. And I have, of course, accepted his kind offer to set up Prowsecoin on my behalf. All I had to do was offer Rob complete access to my bank accounts and hand over all my moral and intellectual rights in relation to the use of my name on the cryptocurrency. Oh, and I'm criminally liable for anything that happens in relation to this new reasonably risky financial product. Right. It was growing dark. Standing on that street, I was tired and a bit confused. I decided maybe it was time to take a break from this podcast. And as I walked away from that office... I took one last look back. High up in the window, I saw a silhouette, seemingly shaking with laughter, and waving goodbye, using only a long, thin thumb. <laughs>